Thank you for joining us to hear today's message. At Faith Assembly, our passion and purpose is loving people to life in Christ. To find out more information, visit our website, faithnewcumberland.com. Daniel chapter 6. We're in this series, and today will actually be our last uh, Sunday in this series, Dare to Be a Daniel. Um, really stepping out and being the person, the man of God, the woman of God that God has called you to be. That we live in a culture that wants us to bow down to the culture, to the cultural values, to the pressures around us, to decisions, whether they're political or just ideological. And uh, But as Christians, we need to stand upon God's word, right? We need to be people of his word. As Wednesday, we've been talking about being people of his presence, and so learning what that means and how do, we, how do we live a life for Christ and not just say, well, I'm a Christian or, you know, yeah, I go to church, but how do we live out our faith? What does it look like? And oftentimes we'll say, well, does the Bible really speak to my situation? You know, it is, you know, 2,000 years since Jesus lived, and, and then we read uh, an, an ancient book of Daniel and say, wow, he dealt with a lot of similar things that we deal with, you know, the pressures around us to bow down, to not do the right thing, to do the wrong thing, and what are we going to do? And, and so Daniel 6, we're going to wrap this series up looking at the, the famous, familiar story of Daniel and the lion's den, all right? I'm sure we've heard this story, or we at least know the title, and, and so we're going to look at this story maybe from a fresh perspective today. As we're reading this, as we're hearing this, think about your life and the situations that you face. And the title today is this, don't bow down to the culture when they say that you can't. You know, there's a culture that wants to say, you can't do this. You can't believe that. You can't pray to this. You can't have this conviction. You can't do this. And so what are we going to do when we're faced with that temptation, that pressure, when they say, you can't do this, you know? If you're going to be a citizen in this area, if you're going to go to this school, if you're going to be in this community, you can't do fill in the blank. Are you going to work here? You can't do fill in the blank. And so that pressure sometimes is on us. You know, maybe it's with just your friends, you know. Hey, if you're going to be my friend, you can't do this. You can't be a Christian. You can't be sold out for the Lord. You can't make the, these kind of decisions. You have to do it our way. And so Daniel was faced with that pressure as well. In, the ancient, um, in this ancient story here, Daniel chapter 6 was a great man of God living in a time where he was in a new land, a land that wasn't his own with cultural values that weren't his own, following, they were following religions that weren't his religion. And so what did he do and what can we learn today? Six principles we're gonna look at from Daniel chapter 6. Let's go ahead and get started. Daniel chapter 6, starting with verse number 1. Darius the Mede decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces, and he appointed a high officer to rule over each province. The king also chose Daniel and two others as administrators to supervise the high officers and protect the king's interests. Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and officers. Go ahead and underline that verse, verse 3. Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king made plans to place him over the entire 
Empire. Would you bow your heads and let's ask God's blessing on his word today. Jesus, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for the story of Daniel and what it can teach us about being people of God, people with convictions, people making the right choices, doing the right things because we serve Almighty God. Teach us today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. The first principle that stands out to me as we're looking at the story of Daniel in the lion's den is number one, standing out, if you're taking notes, standing out can lead to stepping up. There's just times in life where when you stand out, you can step up. If you do the right thing, if you have the right habits, if you have the right work ethic, sometimes when you stand out, you can, you can stand up, and uh, you can step up, that someone will promote you. And so Daniel was in this, in this situation that he was doing the right thing. He was achieving success. He was being noticed above everyone else. And so the king caused him to step up. And so in our lives, know that we need to stand out for the Lord. You know, we need to do the right thing. We need to have a good work ethic. We need to have integrity with what we do. And when we follow God, sometimes we stand out. Uh, now, sometimes people think we stand out for the wrong, the wrong ways, but uh, when we stand out for the Lord, that uh, sometimes that can lead to us stepping up. And this is what took place in Daniel's life. And then we continue on in the story. It says this in verse 4. Then the other administrators and high officers began searching for some faults in the way Daniel was handling government affairs. Some people just don't like when you are successful, right? And uh, so the second principle is this. Stepping up often causes others to want to step on. Stepping up often causes others to want to step on. I think that's kind of our culture today. When someone is successful, there's a group of people that want to just they want to beat you down. Like they want to take away the success that you have achieved. And so Daniel was no different than that. And Daniel had arrived and he had done the right things and he had been promoted in the kingdom and he was trying to do what was right. And then there was some jealousy in the camp, right? There were some people that thought they should be promoted and they should be more important than Daniel. And so they began to try to step on Daniel. They tried to find, look, it says they were searching for some fault in the way Daniel was handling government affairs. And maybe you've never encountered that. Maybe you have. You've, you've faced someone being jealous. Maybe it's someone in your family. You tell them some great news, and then they're just looking for a way to just take you down, right? Maybe it's someone at work that, you know, you, the boss recognizes you and promotes you, but then someone else is whispering in the boss's ear, well, you didn't see them coming late, and you didn't see this and that. And, you know, you, have you heard the stories about this person? And so there's a natural cause when we're, when we're standing out, when we're stepping up, when God promotes us, that sometimes there's people that just aren't happy with it. And they're just usually miserable people, right? The phrase I've always heard, and I, I kind of live by, is hurt people hurt people, all right? So sometimes those, you know, we see that on, uh, on social media, you got those trolls. That they can't say a positive thing. 
You know, they're usually just wrestling with something. They have some deep insecurities. They have some deep issues that no one's recognized them and no one's loved them and no one's showed them appreciation. And so before we're just quick to judge and say, oh, that guy's a jerk or that girl's a, a jerk, you know, just think about, man, they're probably just wrestling with some things in their life. And so when, when you are doing the right thing, when you are being recognized, sometimes it causes people around you to want to step on. Continuing on in the story, Daniel 6, let's look at the rest of verse 4. It says, Then the other administrators and high officers began searching for some fault in the way Daniel was handling government affairs, but they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn. Man, that is, that is huge right there. They were looking, they were digging, but they couldn't find anything. It says he was faithful, always responsible, and completely trustworthy. Here's the, the next principle is this. If you want to stay up, then keep doing the things that caused you to stand out. Success sometimes causes us to get a big head if we're not careful and say, well, you know, maybe I'm just successful because I'm just that good, right? And sometimes if we're not careful, we begin to f- neglect the things that cause us to stand out and to step up. It's those, it's those habits, those daily disciplines. It's, it's, you know, for us as believers, when we when we're feel like we're really connected with the Lord, it's those daily disciplines. It's feeling like we've, we've made the right choices. We've built in the good spiritual disciplines in our life to really grow deeper in our walk with the Lord. All right, when our in our businesses, in our work, when we're being promoted, when we're feel like we're being a success in what the vocation that God has given to us, it's because of our hard work. It's because of God's blessing. It's because of our work ethic. It's because you know what we are people of our word. When we told our boss we're going to do something, we're going to do it. All right, but sometimes if we become successful and we think we can just do away with all that stuff, well, I don't need to do that anymore. You know, I can just tell someone one thing and do the other, or I can be late now, I'm in charge, or I can do this or that, and we begin to rationalize things. But Daniel wasn't like that. They were trying to look for a way to take him down, but he had integrity. He continued to do the right thing, and he was honored for doing the right thing in his life. If you want to stay up, then keep doing the things that cause you to stand out. Sometimes this relates to sports, right? Successful sports teams, they, they make it to the playoffs. And what, what happens, there's this pressure to, to change something. Well, that, that, that took you through the season, but maybe you need to change something to make it to the, the big championship game. So some teams will be inconsistent. They did one thing one way all season, and they had success, and then someone gave them the bright idea, well, we need to change it up now. It's, it's playoff time. And so they change it, and then what happens? Sometimes they lose. They lose the game. They don't make it farther. Like, because what? They changed what caused them to be successful, all right? And then there's coaches that they just are stubborn enough to say, no, this is what caused us to be successful. We're gonna, we're gonna just keep doing that, you know? And we're gonna keep continuing to do what has caused us success, whether it's sports or work or walking with the Lord, growing deeper in our relationship with him. Continuing on the story, Daniel 6, starting with verse five. So they concluded... Our only chance of finding grounds for accusing Daniel 
will be in connection with the rules of his religion. So the administrators and high officers went to the king and said, long live King Darius. We are all in agreement, we administrators, officials, high officers, advisors, and governors, that the king should make a law that will be strictly enforced. Give orders that for the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone, divine or human, except to you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of lions. And now, your majesty, issue and sign this law so it can not be changed, an official law of the Medes and Persians that cannot be revoked. So King Darius signed the law. It said they had been looking for a way to catch him, right? They couldn't find it in his work ethic. They couldn't find it in the way he, he lived his life. But then, you know what? They got the bright idea. It says something that has to do with his relationship with God. We can, we can get him on that. So the principle number four is that sometimes the only thing that people can find to step on is the source of your ability to stand out. Sometimes the only thing that people can find to step on is a source of your ability to stand out. Man, they, they, they say, well, they have integrity. They're doing the right thing. Man, they're, they're, the boss is asking them to do this, and they've done that. And sometimes the only thing that the people can find to step on us is maybe it's our faith. Hopefully, it's, it's our faith. They, they notice, man, we're believers, we're Christians, and maybe they're going to go to boss, hey, you he or she's one of those crazy believers in Jesus and, you know, you know what they believe and they're just, you know. But that's what Daniel faced. And they said, hey, let's make a new rule in this workplace. All the Christians, if you're a Christian in here, you can't pray, you can't serve God for this amount of time or else you will, you know, imagine lose your job or lose this or lose that. And Daniel faced that pressure. What am I going to do? My boss has told me I can't, follow out my faith for a certain period of time. And Daniel could have said, hey, it's just for a season. You know, I'll just pretend to, to do, you know, not to follow God for this time. And he could have made that decision, right? And that pressure was on him. What am I going to do? He, 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 was, he was risking everything. He, was in, he wasn't just risking his job. He was risking his life. All right? Sometimes for us, it's just risking a reputation. It's risking a friendship. It's Maybe it's risking a promotion or a job, but for Daniel, it was risking his life. If he continued to follow the Lord faithfully, it could cost him his life. In a den of lions, I mean, that's just, that's just not a way I would like to go. I can think of ways I would like to die peacefully. Being torn apart by hunger lions just isn't, isn't part of that scenario, all right? Not that we're ever thinking about the ways we'd like to, like to go, right? Uh, Continuing on, verse 10. But when Daniel learned that the law had been signed, he went home, I love this, and knelt down, underline this, as usual. As he did before. Other versions say as he did before. He went down, he went home. What's what's his initial response? It's not to like, whoa, what am I gonna do? Let me think about this, or let me, let me pause. No, he goes home immediately. He kneels down, and he, and he disobeys the law, right? With its windows open toward Jerusalem, he prayed three times a day, just as he had always done, giving thanks 
to his God. Here's the principle. When you're about to be stepped on, stand up for the source that caused you to stand out. When you're about to be stepped on, when the pressure is on you, stand up for the source that caused you to stand out. Daniel says, you know what? They might sign this law. They might put this pressure on me, but I'm gonna continue to follow the Lord faithfully. He's the one that caused me to get this job. He's the one that caused me to get this promotion. I'm not gonna walk. I'm not gonna turn my back on him now. His integrity caused him to do the right thing. But man, there was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of pressure to cave, to change, and uh, you know. And sometimes we're faced with that same situation. There's a there's a there's a law to obey. There's a rule. There's a policy put in effect. And what are we going to do? What how are we going to face this situation? What are, what what's the situation that we're going through? What's that honest decision that we're going to make? Daniel made the right choice. He stood up for the Lord, the one who caused him to stand out. And let's continue and let's finish the story here. Daniel 6, starting with verse 11. Then the officials went together to Daniel's house and found him praying and asking for God's help. So they went straight to the king and reminded him about his law. Did you not sign a law that for the next 30 days, any person who prays to anyone, divine or human, except to you, your majesty, will be thrown into the den of lions? Yes, the king replied, that decision stands. It is an official law of the Medes and Persians that cannot be revoked. Let's skip down here to verse 18. Basically, uh, summarize here, the Daniel's cast in the den of lions and the king, king says this in uh, verse 16. He says, may your God, whom you serve so faithfully, rescue you. Even the king was hoping Daniel was gonna survive this. A stone was brought and placed over the mouth of the den. The king sealed the stone, sealed the stone with his own royal seal and the seals of his nobles so that no one could rescue Daniel. Or so he thought, right? Verse 18, then the king returned to his palace and spent the night fasting. He refused his usual entertainment and couldn't sleep at all that night. Very early the next morning, the king got up and hurried out to the lion's den. When he got there, he called out in anguish, Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God whom you serve so faithfully able to rescue you from the lions? Man, that king had some faith. You know, I don't know if I'd be screaming down there. I'd just assume that he was dead and it would be quiet except for the growls of the lions. But he was, Daniel, are you still alive? Is there some way that God protected you? Daniel answered, long live the king. My God sent his angel to shut the lion's mouths so that they would not hurt me. For I have been found innocent in his sight and I have not wronged you, your majesty. The king was overjoyed in order that Daniel be lifted from the den. Not a scratch was found on him, for he had trusted in his God. Then the king gave orders to arrest the men who had maliciously accused Daniel. And basically, they were thrown to the lions and they were devoured. Okay, so it wasn't just like these, these, these lions weren't very hungry. No, they were hungry. They just, God 
The angel spared Daniel's life. And then the king made this decree. I decree that everyone throughout my kingdom should tremble with fear before the God of Daniel. For he is a living God and he will endure forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed. Man, these roar, as you're reading these, you think this is David the psalmist writing these words. This is a pagan king, you know, of Babylon writing these words. He is the living God. He will endure forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed. His rule will never end. He rescues and saves his people. He performs miraculous signs and wonders in the heavens and on earth. He has rescued Daniel from the powers of the lions. That's a worship song. That king was just like, I'm just, I'm, I'm just worshiping, worshiping Daniel's God. You like my little, what was that, little ukulele or something there? So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus the Persian. The last principle before we close this morning is this. When you stand up for the source that caused you to stand out, watch out for God to show off. When you stand up for the source that caused you to stand out, watch out for God to show off. Man, this is, they sealed that thing so tight, he put his royal seal, and it's like no one can rescue. It said that no one can rescue Daniel. Little did they know that the angel would be in that lion's den, saving, sparing Daniel's life. And then, if that wasn't cool enough, then the king, this pagan king is is worshiping the lord who is like our god who is like daniel's god he is faithful he will endure forever his kingdom will never be destroyed he's just he's writing this worship song to god that is awesome that's that's just god doing his thing you know you might face a situation that looks bleak it looks like there is no escape <clears throat> excuse me, you feel like you're in the, the den of the lion, the, the stone's been rolled over you, you've been sealed up, and it's like you've been left for dead. Well, that's when God loves to step in and just show off and do his awesome, powerful thing. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Our God is so, so awesome. Would you bow your heads with me this morning? As we reflect today, think about your life. Where do you fit in this story today? Maybe there's a pressure around you, but first of all, I would just ask you, are you a follower of Jesus? Are you following Jesus with all of your heart today? And if you can say, Pastor, I'm, I'm not following Jesus Maybe I go to church, or maybe I believe, or maybe, maybe I, I, I do good things. But you know, I, I'd be honest and say, I'm not following Jesus with all my heart today. Well, today I'd love to invite you that we can't be a Daniel. We can't stand out and do the right thing until we submit to the right one, and his name is Jesus. So if that's you today, you say, you know what, I want to follow Jesus with my whole heart today. Just in your heart today and in your, as you're sitting there in your pew today, just say, Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God. And Jesus, I want to live for you. Jesus, I confess my sins. I turn away from them. And Jesus, I turn by faith towards you. Jesus, forgive me. Jesus, give me a new life 
starting today. Jesus, help me to live for you. And as you pray that, as that's just your prayer, whether it's those exact words or just it was in your heart, God sees, God hears, and man, he is just rejoicing that you would surrender your life to him. That's where it starts, being a follower of Jesus Christ. And as we follow him, he begins to build in us those those disciplines and those habits and those things to, to do the right thing. Which leads us to the next question is, maybe there's pressure around you to do the wrong thing. There's pressure around you to, to submit to the culture, to submit to something else other than God. To, hey, just do that. Or hey, just do this. Or hey, make that compromise. Or hey, no one's looking. Just do that. Or no, you can't do this. No, you can't follow God. No, you can't be a Christian on fire for the Lord. No, you can't do this. That pressure is around you. You feel it weighing you down and you're at the crossroads. What am I gonna do? There's an ultimatum. Will you be like Daniel and just continue to follow the Lord faithfully no matter the cost? That's my prayer for all of us. God, help us to be like Daniel. That we would follow you, Jesus, no matter the cost. We would stand up for you. We would do the right thing. May that be your prayer today. And finally, man, if we get caught in those lion den situations where the the rock, the stone is rolled over and we're sealed in, God, give us the faith to believe for you to rescue us, to bring freedom, to bring hope. And to cause your name to be glorified, your name to be praised throughout all the earth. We thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. I want to read that text again from Daniel with a king exalting who God is for us to close out this morning. For he is the living God. And he will endure forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed. And his rule will never end. Amen. He rescues and saves his people. He performs miraculous signs and wonders in the heavens and on earth. He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. He has rescued us from the hands, the power of the enemy, of situations that we face. So God, thank you. Think of that, these words as you go this morning. And uh, just thank the Lord for his goodness his grace, and his power. Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for the great reminders of who you are and who we are in you. In Jesus' name we pray.